0: Brigadieri Caroni thought perhaps there was a dog in the car, "'on the back seat or shut in the boot. "'He turned to look at the blackened chassis that still raged with flames. "'If there had been a dog in the back seat, it would be dead by now.' "'The man tugged on the bandolier again, "'as if he could guess what he was thinking. "'It wasn't that. "'There was something else. Brigadieri Caroni looked at the man.' However uncomfortable it made him, when a man who has lost both his legs and is dying of third-degree burns tries to speak, someone should listen. So he stopped resisting and let himself be pulled down, his cheek almost knocking into the man's mouth. He listened to the dry, raspy voice. It was hard to understand. He was so absorbed by it that he didn't even realise that the ambulance crew had arrived. One of them grabbed his shoulder and tried to pull him away from the man. Stop, Stop. the brigadier said. Stop, he repeated, waving his arm to stop the medic. What do you mean, stop? one of them said. Wait a minute, the brigadier said. He slid his hand under the bloody bandolier, into his jacket, and pulled out his notebook and pen. You two are witnesses. He said to the medics with a click of his pen. This is for the record. Some silences are actually full of sounds that cancel each other out, that blend together, that become constant, similar, monotonous. Soon you don't even notice those sounds anymore. Like a low hum or a soft buzz. Or the sound of an old car radio that's been out of tune for such a long time it doesn't pick up stations anymore. At first it might have just sounded scratchy. But after rasping in your eardrum for long enough, your ear grows desensitised, anaesthetised practically. Or it's like the flat, deaf drone of a car engine that's been travelling at the same speed and in the same gear for a long time. The sound of the engine would break through with an acute sigh, becoming just another one of those bland, dissonant, monotonous notes, virtually non-existent. He'd been waiting for such a long time. The breath of night comes through the air vents, speechless as an open-mouthed sigh. Like the other sounds, it blends and melds with the thick, noisy silence that fills the inside of Vittorio's car, from windows to roof to floor. The silence presses up against him. It is fluid, like quicksilver. It glides over his clothes, onto his skin. It slips up his nose and into his ears, thin and liquid. It fills up the spaces between the folds of the tissue of his brain. Thought. I have to have the car checked. His words echoed in his head, round and clear. They tickled his throat, the back of his tongue. They pushed hard on his larynx when he mouthed them. They rubbed up against his palate, noiselessly. In some kinds of silences... It is the unspoken words that resonate the loudest, not just because of the absence of surrounding sounds, and not just because the silence of solitude had glued his lips, tongue, and throat together. It is because of the light. In wintertime, there are certain kinds of crisp, chilly mornings when a yell resonates sharper and faster than when it's foggy. Just as there are some days in summertime, when the sky is so clear, it seems you could see all the way to the other side of the world, and as if sound should be able to travel that far too. And then, when you're at the beach and the sun radiates across the water, you can sometimes hear voices from boats way out at sea. The sounds practically skim along the reverberating light, skipping like stones across the waves. But it's the other way round with unspoken words, the kind that are only thoughts.